0: Button. Really, I beat the dog shit out of people on Peloton. It's different. Go to the ball blue, separate, and then we we'll reconvene for hour two and decide who won. Really, I love to Really, go to the ball blue, the ball, blue. separate. I avoided the chiropractor. Really, I love the Kyle practice. Really, go to the ball blue. But they know where it is, and I won. Really, cooked them. Really and we are back you flebites it's nasty nate here (coughs) staying nasty till i get name dropped on the show (coughs) gonna just muck up the proceedings (coughs) but we'll see how that play goes how we doing folks welcome to the fan levitard show the fastest growing dan levitard show fan youtube channel that's us Cooking away, making stuff, and you know, folks, I don't know about you, if you're like me, I, I wanted, there's some things I wanted to get to, but didn't get to as quickly as I'd have liked, but did anybody else have alarm bells going off when you heard the news about Stu Gotts going to WFAN and then reading the articles and seeing all the stuff about how he's sniffing around there and be like, oh my gosh, could Stu Gotts really... Leave Metalark. I mean, I read them like sniffing around, asking for jobs, saying he'd work for free. Like, oh my goodness, those alarm bells were just ringing, ding, 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 ringing around, and you know, went on the Reddit, and I was honestly surprised to see the Reddit's response. There was a good number of people out there that were saying like he's been terrible for a while. He doesn't like the direction the show is going. I mean, more more than I thought. Like. Uh, honestly you'd think Stu's a beloved character I was surprised to see as much kind of like good riddance talk about it Um, so I did listen to his WFAN days and you know he had a comment where you know I think it was maybe Thursday even towards right towards the start where he uh, thanked Gio for like you know this is a dream come true and Right away, I'll be honest, that that put me at ease um, because the way he talked about it, it seemed like WFAN was just being there those two days was like a dream come true for him. Um, And then, you know, he proceeded to make his typical jokes of, I need a job by the end of the week, COB buddy, I'll bring in $5 million, all those other sounds you heard on the show. Um, And even interesting enough, there was a really interesting sound where you know, Dan reacted to that $5 million thing, like, where is it, Stu Gotts, and Stu Gotts reacted to that on WFAN, and there's actually a moment of, like, kind of pretty, if you're a fan of the show, kind of neat, like, inside look of Stu saying, like, yeah, I actually kind of don't like it when Dan does that, because he, he knows, when he kind of belittles me in that, he knows what I've actually done for, like, this company and he claims he brought in as a salesperson a couple mil for Meadowlark. Um, so a little interesting side thing. and then what really kind of sealed the deal for me to not be nervous about Stu Gotz leaving was when they were talking about Dalvin Cook and saying like he doesn't want to go to New York. he wants to go to Miami because that had no sales tax. You think Stu Gotts is gonna leave Miami for New York? Pay all those taxes. I mean, I hear you. you Somebody like he doesn't pay taxes anyway, right? Running joke on the show. He's still not going to pay taxes in New York. That's just a joke, guys. But I mean, he's got it made in Miami. But twist Monday he comes back, and what does Dan do? Who sends the alarm bells ringing off again by basically? asking fans like hey let's make this happen let's get Stu Gotts a job at WFAN like you know kind of petitioning the crowd to break up the show in which they support which I thought was a very weird uh, request to mobilize the fan base hey fan base let's mobilize this to get Stu Gotts like a job at WFAN and you know kind of end our illustrious radio broadcast career i wonder if ever when dan comes back if they'll ever touch on that uh there because i i do i get the sense that stugatz isn't gonna go um anywhere again that this was a dream come true for him and if you listen to the other fan podcast their 500th episode lower after hours was stugatz Um, Stu talked a lot about how they're preparing trying to prepare the guys to take over that Meadowlark is something that they want them to take over Uh, you know he talked about kind of trying to grow Billy Gill into the next Stu Gotts role so I think there is down the line obviously with Meadowlark if that company is going to continue like you know Dan's voiced it as well that he wants to be spending time with his wife and traveling but he's running this company I do think there is a future where these guys go and ride off into the sunset but is it now like why does Dan have to worry about this but then I realized I've been thinking about this the wrong way Stu Gotts has surpassed John Wiener the man the man John Wiener can leave but Stu Gotts the idea is forever that bold and brave man who's never received the credit due to him for recognizing what Dan could be on the air. Really? The mind who had the foresight to fire Allison and immediately rehire her. The man who's secretly preparing Billy Gill for anything that could come his way and is done far enough. He can go if, he, if that's what his heart desires. If John goes, Stu Gots will live on, and we're seeing it this week. The future of Metalark, Pablo, Amin, Dominique? They're waiting in the wings, ready to take over whatever Meadowlark will become. I've heard that when Dan and Stu first devised of the character, Stu Gatz, their calculations showed that there was a near zero chance chance that the character would start a chain reaction that would ignite the sports take world and ultimately destroy it. Shirt off him, I oh believe they did. <laughs> and yes, I did Barbenheimer yesterday. Really? But we're all Stu Gots now. Breakfast. And the sports take world will never be the same. Really? So go on, Stu Gotts. Right. All you little Stu is take your takes. Victor Wimbanyama is a bust, but also get all your rings in before he gets going. Because really? he's going to get them all but he's also a bust. Good call. Good call. Good call. So if WFAN calls calling at COB really? and John rides off into that hazy orange New York sunset Stu will forever live on in my personal record book. Taking his shirt off doing stuff like that. So go on. You wanna go John? Get! Just get John! Go! Get! Stella Artois. Kevin Durant's really good. He does have two rings. Go! Get! Get. Chris Paul's he's a top 5 point guard in the league of all time, go get get John, just go if you need to, that's what you want, just go John Stu Gatz will live on he'll live on in Billy Gill Stu Gatz will live on in Dominique Stu Gatz is forever Uh. so Ladies and gentlemen, I got my hernia surgery going up. Hopefully, they'll be easier for me to do my thing on the potty, all that, because it's uncomfortable right now. You imagine trying to sit down and feel your intestines coming out of you when you do that, or when you try to fart or laugh. It's uncomfortable. But I'm getting that hernia surgery and hopefully a couple days cross my fingers if I don't get sick I got sick kids at home oh geez do not want this surgery to be rescheduled but anyway whenever I get that time off folks I am going on Dominique box watch I am on watch did you guys catch back when Dom started becoming a regular thing on the show he's been he's been regular over the summer it's a lot of appearances for someone from ESPN and I believe there's one. He came the first day he came, he stayed the next day, or it might have been the first day. They made a joke about tampering. For me, I was like, oh, did, did anybody else catch that? If you did, leave a five star review and let us know. I caught the tampering reference too. I was like, I'm making a tampering joke. Are they trying to get Dominique? And I know back when he first came, like he revealed, you know, why he didn't come to Meadowlark. But I think I'll tell you what, Dom. You can come to Metal Arc and you can buy one per any one person you want. Anybody. Just pick anybody you want. You can fire them. That's okay. And then just come on over. More than welcome. I love Dominique Foxworth. You know, I in the vein of like when Dan and Stu hang it up, whatever metal arc becomes, I think Dominique Foxworth is the perfect transition to Stu Gotz 2.0, uh, a hybrid who's stronger than the first whose takes are hotter. Whose takes are smarter. Whose takes are better. Who knows sports who probably still watches sports who coaches their kids sports. Cause Stu Gotts, he, he doesn't coach his kids sports anymore. The, the word on the street is he doesn't watch sports either. He's asking, what do I got to prep? Oh, man. Dominique, Stu, Gotts 2.0, Pablo, Dan 2.0. What we're seeing this week, Pablo, Dominique, Amin. You got to think if they get all those people like someone like Mina's coming over. Um, If that happens, look out. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably super excited that Pablo. Oh, man. Pablo, 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 www.pablo.show. WWPablo.show. We finally know more about it. Pablo finds out. I love the little video that they made. If you haven't seen it, check it out and just know like Pablo finds out. You can now follow that on Instagram, on Twitter, on all the social medias, on YouTube. I love the production that went into the Pablo finds out. Love the artistic... Uh, design of it kind of like this neon glow uh, vibe going and kind of retro a little bit and old school there's like an old school kind of vibe and whatnot Uh, I think it's the perfect name better than if Pablo got here's the thing because Pablo finds out allows him to just still uses you know as he finds out as he goes out in the world and messes around and finds out You know, he can still tell you, and here's the thing, guys. This is what I found out, right? He can still get his signature catchphrase in there, but personally, I love the Pablo Finds Out title even better because of the vibe that it adds, the fun vibe, and I can tell I'm, I am so excited for this show, and honestly, even though what the Dan Levitard show has gone through with uh the passing of lebo uh dan's brother and the the you know challenge that that has been for dan dealing with such a tragic loss um and for others on the show too who obviously knew him like what fans are seeing now is i've always thought like there'll come a day when the dan levittheart show goes away and you know I won't have that sports radio show that I listen to anymore. But honestly, if what we're seeing this week is what the future is, man, sign me up a Pablo, Dominique, Amin show. you got to think if they get all of them, I think I already mentioned this, Mina coming back into the mix, get the gang back together, you know, maybe somehow keep Greg Cody alive, putting him in an animatronic thing with just his catchphrases on Tuesdays only could work right um just very excited for where the show is oddball if you guys watch that uh honestly being fully honest here i was a little down on oddball at the start i thought it got off to a rough start i'm gonna be honest here i was not vibing with a mean pooping the way he pooped on the show so much Of like i don't like the name i i just didn't find like okay you Maybe you're being honest and you just want that out there. I thought he did it a little bit too much. I didn't find it funny for him to be like actively campaigning. And at the start of the show, I didn't find their bits to be funny. Like I just, <clears throat> Bold and Spicy didn't make any sense. And, you know, for me to, in order to find that funny, it's, it's got to make sense. Like what's the what's the angle here? Like it can't just be this nonsense kind of like, back and forth and bet the show when it first started like I mean I thought that was intriguing because it could still obviously bet the show the consequences could be funny but then the consequences basically became meaningless in a way too so they launched with two bits for me that didn't really land of being a little confusing but as the show continued as I stuck with it it's really hitting a groove now where uh one I don't listen to it as a podcast. I always watch Oddball as a visual medium. I think it plays a lot better that way to see that. And I love the headlines thing. It now feels to me like a true sports comedy show that has like sports comedy and then like serious sports stuff in there with interviews or if Amin is doing kind of like his voiceover stuff and um, talking about some of his expertise and experience. I've really been enjoying the rhythm that the show has found. I think the new games like hype me up. Like that's a lot, that's a lot more fun. I understand it. It's humorous. I think even bold and spicy got better and made more sense. Uh, cause when they, again, when they first started it, both of Charlotte and I we mean, were kind of like, I don't get this. And it seemed like they weren't, like, it wasn't funny to have two hosts kind of bad-mouthing on the bit they were playing. Like, that can only get you so far, right? But then there was one where they brought back Bold and Spicy, and then it was like, oh, they were kind of like, you know, giving takes that were ridiculous, which is what I kind of more expected. So really love where that show has gotten to. So, I mean, you have Oddball, you have... Pablo, you have um, the Dan Lebitard Show, all all their other podcasts, um, and I'm on watch. Fox watch. I think he's coming, folks. Who knows when, but I think we'll get him eventually. Well, time for one last quick little hit, and... We're talking about the Codys, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Cody and Greg Petty. Hmm? Noticed uh, Chris has had a little slip up this week. And I'm wondering, is he faking it? Is he stressed in the seat of the EP and it's bringing up... Was, was Chris Cody someone who had a speech impediment growing up and couldn't say his R's? Because guess what, folks? That was me as a little kid. I got Christmas videos of me at Christmas saying, getting a gift and being, Mom, Dad, look what I got, I got a Sonic Flasher. And go, oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. And running, oh, Mom, Dad, my car shoots water, but Chris, my brother, his car shoots rockets. Me talking like that. But got speech therapy, got over it. Makes me wonder, is Chris Cody nervous sometimes when he's in the EP sheet? See, there, but then there I go. I'm not nervous right now. I'm just talking too much, right? And I slipped up. I said in the EP sheet, EP seat. So there, I think it kind of just answered it. He's just slipping up and maybe it's been coincidentally he's slipping up multiple times or is he doing it on purpose? Hmm? He made that comment that I'm the Michael Jordan of saying things. And when he said it, it was like, obviously Stu Gatz didn't say it had the patriotism thing, which... Stu Gotts is honestly the Michael Jordan of saying things incorrectly. Um, but when Chris said that, I was like, is he though? I mean, but now he's, he's kept that going. And I'm wondering if he sits there and he thinks about where's my one mispronunciation each show. And he's trying to work it in as a recurring bit. I enjoy Chris Cody as an EP though. I think, obviously, his mentality of bringing fun lightens up every episode he's a part of. Um, You know, the way he runs it definitely keeps people loose, and that's what a lot of fans like, uh, someone to break up. Uh, If the show's being too heavy on sports, you need somebody to break that up. I enjoy it. And honestly, like, I've been... Well, the show with like this whole new executive producer, right? They never really announced Chris Whittingham as the executive producer taking over for Mike Ryan, but that's what he was. And now it seems like they're going with this rotating thing. It's very it's very curious to me for like such a large show. Like, is this you know, have they decided that the rotating thing will they eventually settle and pick on one? Why does it take so long? I don't know. But I do Uh, Right now I am enjoying the rotating EP because it does give a different vibe to each show each day, but talking about a new vibe, we learned out today folks that Greg Cody, he can be a little petty. Not going to that uh, Zach Thomas, I mean, gotta be honest, that was a, a bad look for Greg, and if you're a greg cody show with greg cody listener you kind of got to see the progression of him having self-realization of how bad that look was to the way he talked about it he was more open and honest on the greg cody show of being like yeah like i kind i didn't go because he stiffed me on a podcast of- appearance he was a little it felt like he was a little bit more open and honest of saying that was the reason and Chris gave him a hard time there on the show and it felt like he kind of had some realization and regret that that's what he did by the time he got to this show uh, he was a little bit hesitant to 100% say definitively say that's why he uh didn't end up going and he leaned more into that oh i was saving money like on the greg cody show it felt like yeah this is why i didn't win and this was a bonus it felt like he tried to flip that on the levitard show of saying well no the real reason it wasn't that i was petty like i was doing a favor for that where when he first brought it up like it, it, it felt the other way around and that's jeez, like missing out on an opportunity like that where again chris pointed out to him you could have got content there right he could have got the content there but an excellent greg Cody uh week because of course he once again delivers on sound we get even you know seeing that insight to who greg is is something personally me as a fan i enjoy and seeing think there's a little growth for greg this week right i think you may think little bit more about that later on it'd be interesting when if and when zach thomas ever does come on the pod how they tackle that um but my brain freeze here i'm having a mean uh, um yeah greg cody he provided us some incredible sound of uh, i push my button or something like that i made it southern i don't know why i made it southern um But, which leaves me to one final announcement, folks. You all know that I created a way to subscribe to the Fan Lebitard Show podcast. I work hard at this, folks. Ty's still suspended, right, Brian? He's he's got voice acting gigs, guys. But I grind. I'm here, trying to create content, sometimes good, sometimes not. I don't know how great some of this was probably went on and talked a little bit too much but i created the subscriber stuff because i put a lot of work into this podcast i love doing it and just trying to make a little bit extra cashish out of it other than just the one spotify ad that i can drop in to uh the show and technically I haven't even made any cash at all because Ty set this whole thing up. It's still all set up with him, and we're in a stalemate, folks. In a stalemate about getting that stripe fixed over. He's like, unsuspend me. I'm like, no, bro. You can't take back those digits you put out there, right? I can't believe you did that. I'm sorry, dog. And he's like, well, I don't know about the stripe, homie. I'm like, okay, Mm mm-hmm. We'll see who wins there. And by the way, Brian and Ty still have a punishment from our grid of Moss, mutually assured shame. They're supposed to dress up like Backstreet Boys. If those guys are ever gonna do that. But anyway, I started a subscriber thing because I wanted to, you know, provide a way for me to have a opportunity to get a little bit extra money for people who really enjoy what we do here. And I was on honestly, when I did it, I was on the fence. Cause this is what I what I love about this podcast is the fact that I get to talk to people about the show. And honestly, I love finding the people that are behind the scenes and giving fans the opportunity to learn more about the Levitard show that's out there. And honestly, creating a subscriber way for that, it it doesn't it doesn't feel great. Cause what I love doing and love seeing this podcast as is something that extends what the levitard show does and give show give fans insight to what the levitard show is and even though yes a, a less than a full price candy bar a month that's not a lot right for a subscription that's why i said it to the lowest thing because i i didn't want to make it something that was i wanted it to be literally the cheapest possible option but with thought i've created i mean I've, over the summer, I started remixing, making clubs. If you follow me on social medias, each week over the summer, I did a club. Secret, this is just for the Fan Lovatard audience and any of our subscribers. Once I get my hernia surgery, I am going to knock out one more club and make a best of summer club. That's a little secret right there. Freebie. But I'm canceling the subscription stuff, guys, because here's the deal. I love creating the stuff that I create around the show. It's a lot of fun for me and I don't want to put that behind a paywall. I want to share that with other fans, see if they, uh, like and enjoy it too. Um, so the subscriber walls that were up for so, so short are coming down. And with that folks, I previewed this let's get dangerous. It's my favorite remix that i've created so far there is another one that again once i get that hernia surgery folks and i get a couple days off i'm also gonna hopefully grind and there's another one that i think has the potential to be even better than what you're about to hear here here get dangerous uh that involves a lot of sounds and i can tell you spoiler alert it's gonna involve a mean sound from this week as well. So without further ado, the subscriber wall has come down and I've reinstated support this podcast option. So you don't have to subscribe to get this. Everything's coming at you for free. And hey, if you like it, if you appreciate what you do, help a guy out. Throw in a dollar, right? Donate whatever you can if you want to support this podcast and help us continue to bring you insight into the Levitard Show and help us continue to expand on what the Levitard Show does, that's why I do God Bless Highlight, folks. Because I see that as they they talk highlight and I do the highlight because I feel like we're extending what the show does by talking with the players, kind of spoofing on God Bless Football, doing God Bless Highlight. So, without further ado, this is the end of the podcast, and here is let's get dangerous. Chris Cody does an impression, just be careful. Dangerous game (laughs) here. Just be careful. I think you could do it, Chris, because you did a great Charles Barkley. Dangerous game here. You're one for one there. Just be careful. Dangerous game (laughs) here. Be careful, man. We cannot do this! Just be careful. Dangerous game (laughs) here. sing the, best. Oh <laughs> In the- Moser, moody moody mose Michael Irvin yeah, radio show. We cannot do this. Just be careful. Dangerous game. Man. You don't see the bad... Ha, ha, ha. Moody Moody. Ha, ha, ha. You need that. It sounds worse. Ha, 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 ha. Give. Moody Hello. It sounds worse. Moody Moody. Dangerous. Moody Moses Moody, Moody Moses. <laughs> I'm <that's> so okay. <laughs> I <was just> <laughs> ha, ha, ha 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 ha! Yeah, Rachel. Hello. Carry the, the hell on, Dan. Rachel. I know. I just you know what, in uh, Mandarin. I'll tell you that. Don't do that, oh, please. We cannot do this. Don't. So yeah, no. my wife is Chinese. She'll fly over here and kill you. You know what? I would not disparage her. Just be careful. The line is where we feel alive, though. you know it. You know what? I would not disparage her. I think you would. In fact, if I say it, will you ask her if I'm saying it correctly? <laughs> I love so, so for stove top. What's it. I love it. Hello. Moses Moody. Moody Moses. Pop, pop, pop. Stovetop pussy. Oh. Yeah. What are we stopping? Gosh. Stovetop pussy. Pop, pop. so okay. Hello. Stovetop what's it again? What are we stopping? No. Oh fuck Moses. Moser. Mosa Moody. Mosey. It sounds <laughs> worse. <laughs> Rachel. Stofer stove top. What's it? Hit her the hell on, Dan. Rachel. Mose moody. Moody Mose. You got you should probably apologize here. We should apologize uh, for what happened last segment. It went off the rails on us what do you want to say do you want to say anything or you want to do you want to gather yourself and say it later or what do you want to do i need to apologize they are my weekend observations i said what i said just be careful i had no idea and i apologize to jonathan coachman who has tweeted at us and he's upset and there's every right to be upset Dangerous i honestly and anyone who knows me will will understand this and believe this we cannot do this where we feel alive, though. I honestly, until after the segment ended and we went to commercial break, had no idea that Jonathan Coachman was black. And you know it. Moses, do It's not be in sounders. Don't stop pushing. What are we stopping? Gosh. I don't understand. Moses, don't, don't do It Don't stop pushing. What are we stopping? Oh, my Lord. Rachel. Moses, Moses. Hello. Hello. And anyone who knows me will understand this And believe this Rachel Had no idea That Jonathan Coachman was black My god Seven in front of the hour